Entrepreneur on Fire 654. What are you waiting for? Tickets to a rocket ship? Well, here you go and hang on tight as John Lee Dumas is about to take you on a wild ride. Ignite. It's National Make-A-Will Month. LegalZoom provides legal help through independent attorneys and self-help, but they're not a law firm. Protect your family and future today. Visit LegalZoom.com, enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Meetings are essential to the way we work. Thankfully, we have Citrix GoToMeeting, the powerfully simple way to meet online anywhere, anytime. Try GoToMeeting free for 30 days. Visit GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and use the promo code FIRE. Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Tracy Matthews. Tracy, are you prepared to ignite Hell yes, I'm prepared to ignite. Yes. <laughs> Tracy is an eco-luxury jewelry designer specializing in bespoke engagement rings, wedding bands, and heirloom redesign. Her passion for making the business of jewelry fun led her to found Flourish and Thrive Academy, an online resource and community for jewelry designers. Her mission is to help designers get their work done on more of their dream clients and raving fans. Tracy, I've given our listeners just a little overview, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me, first of all. I'm excited to be here. So a little bit about me. I'm a California native, so I can totally resonate with your San Diego lifestyle. (laughs) So I grew up in Newport Beach, but I uh, live in New York City now, which is quite different, but super fun. And I really, I call myself a multi-passionate entrepreneur because I have a lot of different things that I really love to do, um, as a lot of entrepreneurs do, because we're always coming up with new ideas, right? Always. Um, so being an entrepreneur um, is just really natural to me because I come from a long line of entrepreneurs in my family. My grandfather was a really well-known entrepreneur in California. I started a restaurant chain, and my father is also an entrepreneur, and several of my brothers. So it's just, um, to me, this is always where I feel like I'm supposed to be is um, doing my own thing and, you know, running businesses, which is great. So I consider myself uh, an eco-luxury jewelry designer, as you, um, as you mentioned, first and foremost. So I specialize in designing custom engagement rings, wedding bands, and heirloom redesigns. So oftentimes customers come or clients come to me maybe with some gemstones that they inherited from their grandma and they either they're the loose stones or they don't love the setting that it came in. And I reinterpret it into something that they'll wear every day. So that's like really what lights me up in my jewelry business. And it's super fun. So Tracy, why I'm fired up about bringing you on here today is because you're bringing a different niche to the ballgame. You know, sometimes we can kind of get mired down into the digital products, the online world, living so virtually. But we have to remember, Fire Nation, we live in a face-to-face society too. And what Tracy does is she's bringing that to real life. So Tracy, I'm excited about this niche. We're going to talk about your journey, but give give a little personal background. You're just about to get into that. Right. So before I had this custom business, I was a... Um, whole, I had a wholesale business, another jewelry company, which I started. So I've been designing jewelry since I was in college. Um, God, I, I hate to say this, but like for over 20 years. And <laughs> you just <laughs> aged yourself. I know. I'm an old lady. No, um, <laughs> no you're not. So I, so I 
shortly after, you know, I graduated from college, I moved up to San Francisco and was married at the time. And my husband was like, you know, you got to start this business. So I started this wholesale business. I had it for about 11 years and that business grew. I was in about 350 stores internationally, including stores like Anthropology and Bloomingdale's and the Sundance catalog. I had a bunch of celebrity fans. I was in a lot of the best magazines. So it was a really wild ride. And I'm going to talk a little bit uh, more about that later, but after I decided to close that business down, I had learned a lot of lessons, right? And so I realized that when I was first starting out, I felt really alone. Like I didn't have someone to bounce ideas off of or someone who could give me answers about my jewelry business or which direction to go in or how to actually set up the business side of it because that's something creative people often don't know, right? So I learned a lot through this whole process of you know launching a business, deciding to uh, move into a new direction, launching a second business, having a lot of success with that. So um, a couple of years ago in 2012, I started an online education company teaching jewelry designers how to run a business and it's called Flourish and Thrive Academy. And it's really fun because um, we have this great community of designers. We have about um, you know thousands of designers now in the community and they come to us for mentoring support um, for the community aspect and to learn business skills so that they can get their jewelry on more of their raving fans and dream clients, which is really exciting. And the thing that I love about this business so much is that it, it was what I needed back in 1998 when I started my first business or probably before that. And so it's really fulfilling to kind of see how with um, a little support and community, these designers can really thrive in their businesses. So Tracy, I already love the theme that is developing within this podcast because there are some things that are so important to every entrepreneur, no matter what game and what stage they're on or they're in right. right now. And for me, I always talk about the power of mentors and masterminds. And that was my step one. I got a mentor day one. I joined a mastermind day two. In fact, right before I jumped on this interview with you, Tracy, I just wrapped up my weekly hour mastermind with Greg Hickman and Rick Mulready, where we get the three of us in a video chat and we just put each other on the hot seat and keep each other accountable and sticking to deadlines. Fire Nation, it is so incredibly important. And I also love, Tracy, the direction you're taking about how you scratch your own itch, so to speak, where you (laughs) you were looking for a specific thing that wasn't there. So what did you do? You created that thing when you had the knowledge of skill set, you know, which is exactly what I did with Fire Nation Elite, our membership mastermind, and now Podcasters Paradise, our thousand person podcasting community. I mean, that's how you do it, Fire Nation. You find what your niche is, what that void is that's missing, and you fill it with great content and great groups and masterminds. And Tracy, what I want to do is really do a deep dive into your journey because you've alluded to a couple great stories you're going to be sharing with us. But before we dive into that, we always start with a success quote. So Tracy, take it away. Awesome. Well, I have two. And I'm a former yoga teacher as well. I told you I'm multi-passionate, so I have a lot (laughs) of stuff going on. Um, So one of the quotes that I used to always say in my yoga class, because it rang so true to me, is that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting different results. And that's an Albert Einstein quote. And I've always thought this quote is really powerful because a lot of challenges often become come because we're unwilling to change. Like we keep approaching a situation in the same way and expect the same thing to happen, but it's not, right? So I've noticed that throughout my life when I'm stuck, it's usually because I'm trying to get different results from doing the same thing over and over. So 
now it's great because I, I see this with a lot of the designers too that I work with. So I'm always asking them like, what are you doing? What's working? What's not working? And when it's not working, okay, so how can we change that? Or how can you change your approach to maybe get the desired result that you're looking for? So I love that quote. Um, and now in my business, you know, if something's not working, cause I'm, now I'm managing multiple businesses, you know, I really take a look at the situation. So if it's a system that's not working in, um, in one or both businesses, or it's the way I'm communicating with the community, or if we had a launch that maybe didn't go as well, we'd take a step back and evaluate and see like, what was it about that launch maybe that, that didn't go the way that we wanted and and what is the reason for that? Was it the way we were communicating? Was it the backend systems or, you know, trying to really identify and change so that the next time around we can be better? And, you know, the same thing with my jewelry clients. Like if there's something comes up for them, like maybe something didn't turn out the right way or the communication wasn't there or, um, you know, something was misinterpreted. I'm always striving to be better, you know, to make the highest quality product and to deliver the best um, level of service to everyone that I work with. So that quote has been a huge impact in my life. So if you want a specific result, take a look at what's, what's, work, what's not working first and change. <laughs> and then the other one, which really comes down from my yoga days, is something that one of my first yoga teachers gave me. And it's actually a Patanjali um, mantra. And it goes, Guru Brahma, Guru Vishnu, Guru Devo Maheshwara. Guru Sakshat Param Brahma, Tajmai Shri Guruve Namaha. Tajmai Shri Guruve Namaha. And when Wait, let me is- translate that for Fire Nation. <laughs> I just lost my headset for a second. <laughs> I'm totally keeping that in because that is the reaction you had to my incredibly <laughs> hysterical joke. <laughs> I know. So uh, when this is loosely translated, it means I bow down to all of my teachers, the teacher which is this life that I've born, been born into, the teacher which is this life that I continue to lead, the teacher which is all the hardships set before me on my path, the teacher who resides within me, the teacher who sits next to me, and the teacher who is beyond all of this. So as a longtime yoga practitioner, um, you know, this mantra has always really rang true to me because I think that when you're willing to be open to the lessons all around you, that is when you can grow and succeed and evolve, not only as a human being, but as an entrepreneur to become better. And I think a lot of this really comes, you know, um, as entrepreneurs, we talk about listening to your intuition and your gut and your oh, instincts yeah. because we always, we usually have the answers. It's just we're blocked in some way from listening to it. So really being open to the experience, letting go and using the flow to just let everything uh, help you grow in your life. So Tracy, speaking of evolving and the, just the reality that we evolve through failure and through making mistakes, right. through learning from those mistakes and building off of our own failures, and of course those before us, I mean, we are all Fire Nation standing <laughs> upon the shoulders of giants. Tracy, tell us a story. Take us to a moment in your life when you failed. And I want you to really break it down to the ground level so we're there with you when this happens. Right. And tell us these lessons that you learned from that. Oh God, I have uh, probably a lot of failures to share, (laughs) but I'll share the biggest one, my biggest belly flop. Um, So about, I I mentioned earlier that I had a wholesale business and I started that in 1998. So if you fast forward 10 years later, it was 2008 and we all know what happened then. (laughs) And um, so I had this wholesale jewelry business. I'd been growing the brand, growing the business, you know, we were close to a million dollars in sales. I was really proud of that because I'd worked really hard and, you know, it was a a self-funded business, you know, growing organically and slowly. So 
sort of towards mid-year 2008, um, we were approached by a couple of stores and they placed really big orders. So when you're working with some of the bigger stores, they want net terms. Sometimes it's net 30, sometimes it's net 60. And at that time in my business, in order to be able to sort of finance the growth, we had a factoring company. And what that means, for those of you who don't know what a factor is, is that um, they basically buy your invoices and they'll advance you money on the shipped invoices so that you can still run your company. And it's really useful when you're getting orders to the tune of like 30, 40, 50, $100,000 orders when it's a product-based business and you have to come up with a product and wait you know, months in advance usually. And break down net 60 real quick too. So net 60 would be, you know, we're probably producing something two months before the initial phase, but we don't get paid two months after we ship it. Right. So it's 60 days after shipment. Okay, cool. So a lot of times, you know, we would use this factor. So I got these really big orders from some really established companies, you know, thinking nothing of it. We brought the invoices to the factor. Um, They declined the invoices and... In that moment, I was probably not trusting my intuition and gut, and I was really hungry, and I'm like, well, these are really big orders. Like, I want to ship them, right? So sort of against, like, you know, my intuition and gut, I shipped these orders without the approval of my factor, and I'm like, well, we'll just take the risk. I'm sure they're going to pay. They're huge companies. Lo and behold, the economy crashed in October of or 2008, and we were left with about $100,000 of bad debt uh, from stores that had folded, from these big orders that we placed. And, you know, for a small company like mine that's really, that was really dependent on the day-to-day, month-to-month, I mean, I'll say day-to-day cash flow because that's really what it comes down to, especially in a product-based business oftentimes. It was devastating. And so I was uh, sort of faced with this really difficult decision do I continue fighting for this business or do I move on? And I realized when I stepped back to evaluate, I, I'd been unhappy for a while. And maybe that's sort of where the desperation came in to take these orders. Like, I'm just going to take them. It's holiday. You know, we got we to gotta, we gotta get the money coming in. You know, I have employees to pay and bankroll and all this stuff. And, you know, I had to sit there and make a decision. Do I stay? Or do I go? And, you know, as someone who had really spent a lot of time um, growing their brand and was somewhat on a, you know, public platform, people knew who I was. You know, I had celebrities wearing my work. I was featured in a lot of fashion magazines. Um, a lot of other designers knew who I was, these stores and all this stuff. I had, it was kind of humiliating to say, you know, I'm, I'm throwing in the towel. I'm going to shut it down. But one of the best things about that experience was that I felt like I was able to take a break for a moment to look at what really made me happy and to realize that I could change my mind, that I didn't have to stick with something that was sucking all my energy out. So I realized in that, at that time that what I really loved was working one-on-one with clients and bringing something into their life that they looked at every day that just brought them so much joy and happiness. And so it was actually, you know, it was kind of crappy. It sucked. It was really hard for a couple of years to deal with the um, ramifications of, you know, the financial aspect and having to close a business and all the other things that are involved with that. But on the other side, you know, here I am um, 
having this opportunity to uh, work one-on-one with clients, doing something I love, having a waiting list for my jewelry business now. You know, I have a waiting list for engagement rings and stuff, which is great. And to be able to share this experience with all these other designers so that they don't make the same same mistake that I did. Tracy, do you feel in control? So in control. And I was did not feel in control at that time. So, Well, I want to go back like, to that time real quick because yeah, I want you to answer sure. the question of what was the one defining factor, if you could just pinpoint it, that allowed you to let go? Well, I had these consultants that came in and they pulled me, they were pulling me into meetings like, what is it that you want to do? And I can remember sitting in a meeting with these guys um, from this consulting group and they were like the best thing that ever happened to me. Highly recommend getting uh, outside help for your business when you're, when you're not clear. You need those eyes, those voices that are outside of it that aren't in the game 24 seven. Yeah. And they're like, they're like, what is it that makes you happy? And I'm like, you know, I just designed this engagement ring for a friend of mine and I loved it. It was awesome. So that, that was the moment that I remember kind of making the decision, the defining moment that it was okay to change my mind. And, you know, it was, it was like the ultimate form of freedom. And I think sometimes we get, we can, our mind is so complex, right? We can create situations in our head that, um, kind of make us feel trapped, right? But we have a choice to do whatever we want. And in that moment, I had that choice to say, all right, it's time to let go and move on. And you're a strong person. You're courageous. You've started one business. You can do it again. Like, let's do this. Tracy, you talk about intuition. You talk about following your gut. And that's something that comes up, Fire Nation, over and over again on Entrepreneur on Fire. It's such a powerful image and just instinct that we have inside of us that is truly looking to guide us in the way that is going to most light our fire, most and stoke our passion, so to speak. And time and time again, these failure stories are happening when people ignore their intuition and the aha moments and successes are happening when they do follow their intuition. So Fire Nation, what is your gut telling you? Follow your instincts. See how that does for you for the next couple months, years, maybe lifetime. And Tracy, speaking of that intuition and following that, we want to go to the other end of the spectrum now with a story about you and an aha moment, a light bulb that you've had at some point in your journey. So Tracy, like you did with your failure story, take us to that moment that you had a light bulb that went off and walk us through the steps that you took to turn that idea into success. Right. So it goes back to this failure because it was such a defining moment for me. I mean, if I think back to that time, like I felt so clouded and like what confused, like what do I do next? And, you know, it wasn't until I walked away from that first business and realized how unhappy I was that this huge weight was lifted and everything shifted. Shifted. So, you know, it kind of takes me back to that yoga philosophy of being able to let go and let what needs to happen come in. And it's okay to change your mind. And just because like I had this idea one day, it was okay that it wasn't the same idea that I wanted to move forward with another day. And I think giving yourself permission. Um, and so for me, the aha moment was like sort of during that period of winding down my business and realizing that I had this choice to make a change. And, you know, I, I kind of have two aha moments. So I'm just going to kind of go into that there, into this here. So the second really was you know, as I started to build this new business and started seeing success really quickly because I learned from my mistakes. Um, 
right away, obviously, to set my business up totally different the second time around. I was sitting at a conference with one of my friends and she was like, you know, you're having so much success. I was, um, had been like recently interviewed by my mentor, Marie Forleo. And, um, she's like, you have so much success with your jewelry business. Like you need to do something like online to teach these, these designers, like the next step and like what you're doing, because it happens so fast this time. And I'm like, you're right. And so I was sitting at this conference and, um, I think it was Marie's like rich, happy and hot live or something like that. And she had this opportunity for us to kind of in our notebook, write down our $10,000 idea moment. So I had, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to create the B school for jewelry designers. And I use that in quotations because it's not like B school. It's a business class for jewelry designers, but it was like this huge thing. I'm like, oh my God, here's my chance to give back. Like I can actually serve based on all the mistakes and all the failure that I have and do something with that and, and that negative, maybe the sort of like residual negative energy and sort of ego bruise that I had from that and turn that into something really brilliant to help other people. So it's kind of all tied in together, but really and all tied into my business failure. But, you know, I, I can think very clearly to that time, just sitting at that conference going, I have to do this. It's time. So Fire Nation, what I really want to talk about now is the fact that you, the listener, can make a choice. You can make a decision. Just like Tracy made that decision that this was her life. She was going to start being the captain of her own ship. You can make that decision too. And it's just a matter of if and when you're going to do that. And Tracy, what I want to do right now, and this is going to have to be brief and to the point, sure. and you know, I really want to focus in on this because this is typically a very powerful moment in these interviews. Talk to us about your proudest entrepreneurial moment. Awesome. Well, I'll keep it brief. So my proudest was when I had my first month in, of $30,000 in profit. Boom. Boom. It was awesome. And part of it really had to do with building momentum, being accountable and like putting all of this stuff that I teach now into action and like going with the flow and just letting it all come in. And um, that was in March of, I think, 2012. I had like this huge month. It was right before I was leaving for Bali and like all these orders started coming in. I'd like, okay, I want $10,000 for my wife's 40th birthday and then another thing and another <laughs> thing. And then I was doing this private label project. It was like the perfect storm. So that's one of my proudest moments. And I would say like my first proudest moment was when I got my first $4,000 order from a game-changing store back in 1998, which was really awesome. It really changed the face of my wholesale business at that time. Love it. And it just changes your whole yeah. mentality as an entrepreneur. Right. You actually say, you know what? I, Tracy Matthews, can do this. And that's why we so often, Fire Nation, refer to that first dollar you make, that first real sale that you have is so important. It's so much easier to go from $10,000 a month to $100,000 a month than it is from zero to $10,000 a month. Believe me, I've done both. And it was a struggle to <laughs> right. do the prior, not the latter. So, Tracy, right. what I want to do now is bring things to present times. I want to talk right. about you today. You have a lot of things that you are fired up about. Share so with fun. Fire Nation the one thing you are most excited about right now. Well, I'm really excited. Oh, in my jewelry business, I'm really excited because I have a waiting list for clients, which is awesome. It's something I've wanted for a long time. It makes me feel amazing that people want to work with me um, and that they're willing to wait for my services, which is really cool. Um, and the second thing is that we're, uh, we just wrapped up a free interview series um, for jewelry designers at Flourish and Thrive Academy, 
which is awesome because we got some really big names in there like Ann Sporton and Melissa Joy Manning, Maya Brenner, and a whole bunch of others who are coming in and just telling us how they, you know, built their business and got to success. And it's just a free interview series for jewelry designers to learn and grow from people who have already done it themselves. So what I'm really taking out of this, Tracy, is that you have just figured out what works and now you're doubling down on what's working. This kind of even goes back to the last point that we made about how awesome it is to make that first sale, but then also how incredible it is to have that first big month because you make that first sale. That's great. You know you can do this now, but then you have this first big month, so you know that you've been putting these ducks in a row and making things happen, and that's the secret fire nation is to, one, get that confidence going and then create systems around that first sale to make it into two to four to 10 to 50 because what you're doing now is you're doubling down on what's working. You found what works. You've got the recipe. Tracy has the ingredients to her success. Mm-hmm. I found the ingredients to my success. Now you're doubling down, which is why, like we said, it's easier to go from 10K a month to 100K a month than it is from zero to 10 right. because you don't know what the recipe is at this point when you're at that $0 mark and this right. is where the value lies. So. Tracy, wow, you and I could chat all day. We're both very inspired about building (laughs) communities. We're both living our lives within our passions right now. And it's so obvious. It's just beaming out of everything you say. But we're about to enter the lightning round. But before we do that, Tracy, we're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. There are a lot of projects and tasks that I manage that require coming together with team members to share ideas and problem solve. Meetings are essential to the way we work, but when you run an online business, chances are the people who you want to meet with are in different locations. That's why we use Citrix GoToMeeting, the powerfully simple way to meet online. GoToMeeting is great for a number of reasons, including ease of use. You can sign up from your computer or mobile device and launch your first meeting in seconds. Then, no matter where you are, you'll be instantly connected to your team. It even allows you to share your screen to collaborate on projects in real time while seeing each other face-to-face in HD video. Start your free 30-day trial of GoToMeeting today. Visit GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and use promo code FIRE. That's GoToMeeting.com, promo code FIRE. Most Americans don't have a will, but did you know that without one, you could be leaving yourself and your family vulnerable against the court dictating what happens to your property and other possessions? So many Americans procrastinate because they say making a will is too expensive or too time-consuming. My answer to that, LegalZoom.com. LegalZoom's prices make sense, and it only takes 20 minutes for LegalZoom to guide you through from start to finish. During National Make-A-Will Month, you can get special pricing on wills and living trusts by entering promo code FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Again, that's promo code FIRE. It's National Make-A-Will Month. Stop procrastinating, Fire Nation. Protect your family, protect your future at LegalZoom.com today. LegalZoom was developed by top attorneys to provide self-help services at your specific direction, but they're not a law firm. Legal help is furnished through vetted independent attorneys. Visit LegalZoom.com today and use promo code FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Tracy, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds awesome. I can't wait. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Well, for me, I think I mentioned earlier that I came from a long line of entrepreneurs. It was a matter of when, not if I was going to do it. So it's really having the courage to take the next step. What is the best advice, Tracy, you've ever received? Learn from your failures instead of wallow in them. Wow. Love that. 
Share one of your personal habits, Tracy, that you believe contributes to your success. My ability to take action and move ideas forward quickly. Give an example of when you've done that recently. I had this idea for our Design to Thrive interview series, and I actually um, got the designers wrapped up. And usually, you know, with telesummits, it takes like oh, three yeah. to six months or something in order to get this all together. And I got it together within like a, couple, a matter of weeks, and we had the interviews done and everything. So it's pretty awesome wow. and very quick. Yeah. And next time you're getting Tori Burch, right? Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> We're working on Tori. We're working on Alexis Batar too. That's the only name I know in the industry, so I figured I'd throw it out. <laughs> Quick backstory. I was on, believe it or not, Tracy, The Price is Right a couple years Shut ago. Up. I swear to God. I will link it That's up amazing. in the show notes page. It was hysterical. So I was on it, and I actually was, the, it was the last showcase, and I had to bid on this Tory Burch, like jewelry and makeup bags and all this stuff. And I was so clueless. I had nothing else to say but $1. And that $1 got me on stage to win a new car. So it was quite a blast. Sweet. Did you sell the car? <laughs> I still have the license plate that says I won this car on The Price is Right. But no, <laughs> I, I sold the car as soon as I drove off the lot. <laughs> Tracy, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? I do. It's called Jing. So you download this app or something to your computer and you can create short videos to create systems for your business. So it's so much faster than typing it out because you can literally just like record your screen. I love it. Um, I can't believe I haven't been using it longer, but it's been like a great shortcut um, shortcut thing that we've been able to use to teach our virtual assistants like, like what we need done quickly. And my other one is Sweet Process, which is, I just started using it, so I'm still playing around with it. But it's an online platform where you can develop systems in your business and step-by-step so your team can just go in there and log in and say, okay, step one is this, step two is this, step three is this, step four is this. So you can plan out your launches, you can plan out your customer service steps, or anything else that you need to to build systems in your business. Love those. And to tell you a second about Jing, guys, Wow. If you have virtual assistants, that is how you train them. It is free. You have up to five minutes of recording your screen. You can show them and walk them through exactly what you want them to do on any task. Have them build a library so they can refer back to it instead of referring back to you. I actually recently just got Jing's older brother, Tracy, which is Snagit, which is, I think, like... I don't know, 50 or $60, but it basically is exactly what Jing is, except just unlimited and more storage and et cetera. Oh, and cool. So unbelievable resources. <laughs> and Fire Nation, you can find the links to these resources and everything that we've been chatting about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Tracy Matthews. And Tracy, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? If I can only pick one, I have many books that I'd recommend, (laughs) but it would be The E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber because as a creative person and someone who kind of just like goes with the flow of their ideas and, you know, as a designer, that's normally what we do. One of the things that uh, typically, not in all cases that gets left out when they're starting, when designers are starting a business is they don't think of themselves as entrepreneurs. A lot of times they're just creating a job for themselves. And so they get into trouble because they're not setting up a business that's systematized and repeatable. So 
Um, I didn't read that book until I was like in year seven or eight in my business. And I wish I had read it before I even started a business. I would have learned a lot more. (laughs) Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Tracy, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. (laughs) Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would take a break, make a green smoothie, and um, come up with a new idea on how to make a difference in someone's life. (laughs) Okay, let's dive down a little bit. So you have that green smoothie in hand. What are you doing? Well, hopefully I'm sitting on a beach somewhere. You can choose. (laughs) Well, it's it's identical to Earth, so I don't know what the beach is called. Well, you can you can just choose your beach. Is (laughs) it Pacific Beach, San Diego? I mean, that was my choice. (laughs) Yeah, that would be a good beach. It probably would be. Actually, I was just in Harbor Island in the Bahamas. It would probably be there because it's really quiet and serene. Perfect. And I'd just be chilling, drinking my green smoothie and coming up with some ideas and maybe probably a new, um, if I still had my businesses that I had now, probably a new course for Flourish and Thrive Academy because that's what I love to do. That's your passion, girl. It is. Well, Tracy, thank you for being incredibly inspiring and open and honest with us today. Give Fire Nation just one parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. I've heard a lot of people say this before, and I'm going to say it again. Trust your gut. Learn from your mistakes. And if something's not working, try something different. Mm. And you can find me at tracymatthews.com and flourishthriveacademy.com. On Instagram and Twitter, I'm at Tracy Matthews New York. And on you can also find us at Flourish underscore Thrive on Instagram and Twitter if you happen to be a jewelry designer. <laughs> find us there. <laughs> well, Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you started off with Tracy and myself. So keep up the heat. And Tracy, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything that we've been talking about today at eofire.com. Just type Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y, in the search bar and her show notes page will pop right up. And Tracy, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. Veterans, are you interested in owning your own business? Join me, Antonio Centeno, and Tom Morks, all successful entrepreneurs and veterans, as we talk about what it takes to build your own business from scratch by leveraging the skills you developed while serving your country. And you'll have the support of a community of veterans that are committed to helping you succeed. Visit HighSpeedElite.com. That's HighSpeedElite.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to EOFire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 